Welcome to episode 11 of the Benzo Rehab Dungeon. I'm your host, Michael Debs. Joining me, as always, is trusty sidekick and modern-day Diogenes, Dorian Bell. <laughs> it's me, uh, coughing we, all over the uh, studio microphones. Yeah, we are uh, We are actually in person for the first time uh, recording. Uh, this is a pretty momentous occasion. Um, Dorian uh, has been uh, living in the Benzo Rehab Dungeon uh, studio. Um not a whole lot of ejaculate on any of the uh, the surfaces that I can tell so far, but uh, I think he, we'll, we'll probably work on that later. <laughs> he did give me a, a, a white towel, uh, so yeah, well, that was pretty convenient. I mean, it's it's, it's off white, so it's perfect. Yeah, you got you got to know who you're working with. Um, <laughs> so uh, this is uh, this is going to be uh, a continuation of our our study and ideologies. Um, we uh, we tackled neoliberalism last time we w- did one of these and we kind of looped it into uh, the beginning of fascism. Um, I think before we start, though, there there is uh, an important video that we should watch at least a little part of. Uh, oh, hell yeah. Pertaining to episode 10. Um, it's some pretty good stuff from uh, Ben Shapiro's sister, Abby Shapiro. Uh, Mike, what what happened in episode 10? Because I don't uh, I don't remember it. Uh, well, I'm not sure what, uh, what Leonard did to you over there, but <laughs> <laughs> he's a good guy. I mean, I trust him yeah. to only do what's best. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure you guys had a good time. Um, we, uh, we talked about some things, um, as, as we are wont to do. I remember some, uh, some, some WAP. Yeah. Some, some wet ass P word. Oh yeah. Some, uh, some wet ass p word there we go beautiful See, I've, I've got a soundboard set up it doesn't work the way it's supposed to but uh what do we what do we have on the soundboard we have uh ben shapiro saying that and that's, that's it right that's <laughs> it right <laughs> there's, there's not a whole lot else yeah well, uh, registered on the uh, recording so nice. hey, that's a that's a start uh, so this is uh, this is classically Abby, uh, who, who is Abby Shapiro, uh, Ben Shapiro's sister, maybe clone. I'm not sure. Uh, but uh, she's she's going to talk to us a little bit about um, um, she can't even see Ben Shapiro can't even say the P word, which is pussy. Uh, what? Yeah, it's uh, it's wet ass pussy. Oh, that explains a lot. Yeah. And <laughs> I had to look it up myself. Um, <laughs> thankfully, I found a uh, a Google article on it. Um, but this is uh, this is Abby Shapiro, who I believe was probably tagged in by her brother to be like, uh, you know, uh, a stalwart defender of his uh, character. <laughs> she looks stalwart. She, yeah. 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 So I, I love this introduction. I think we should listen to the introduction as well, because it's like uh it's like 100% brand worthy sort of like bullshit uh, that nobody would actually care about. And a noteworthy uh, thing about this is um, it's got 
967 <laughs> thumbs up and 1.8 thousand uh so double uh dislikes that's <laughs> so, that's pretty awesome so she's done a really good job here uh damn and I, girl and i'm sure ben shapiro is really proud of her she doesn't have a whole lot of followers so this is a good thing to step into uh immediately <laughs> uh, so we'll listen to this intro uh because it's it's just great it's like the most forced uh uh, like like girl talk sort of sort of thing that I've ever heard in my life. I think you, you, you know bef- before we start it, I I do have some advice for her. I, I mean my you know my most successful page is Piddly versus hers. You know it's it's it only has a you know a well, few you don't thousand. Have any, you don't have um, any uh, famous brothers exactly, uh, but she can, she can use that because it, it looks like she has uh what 54,000 followers did it say uh 54.5k subscribers yeah, yeah. so and she's been doing this for a while as far as i'm aware just she she hasn't really uh uh appeared that much because no one cares uh she's just been kind of the weird hot clone of uh of Ben Shapiro i'm i'm glad that you're professing your attraction to her it's That's- a weird attraction it's yeah it's I feel like I am attracted to her because she reminds me of Ben Shapiro mm. in a weird mm. way. It's kind of like one of those, uh, like one of those faces you put into the pillow. <laughs> um, not that I would, I wouldn't do that. Uh, anyway, um, but all she has to do is paint her face with like you know uh, just the 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 apocalypse now paint. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and then start raving about like anarcho primitivism and mm-hmm. shit. And then I don't know, like burn an effigy of her brother, and she could <laughs> she could blow up overnight. Oh yeah, for she sure. could that eclipse him. I hope uh, we we have the window open uh, in the Bento Rehab Dungeon today because there's two of us in here, and it gets very hot uh, when it's just myself. So. Um, <laughs> If anybody would like some ice cream, the truck is here. Isn't that isn't that a racist song? I heard something about that being uh, a racist it's, song. It's, it's very very similar to a racist song. Oh, um, well, that's good. So uh, this is this is nearly Yankee Doodle, uh, but it's oh. this is Do Your Ears Hang Low. It's it's like just like one or two keys away from that. You know, do, do you, your ears hang low. That sounds more racist. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, um, like against rabbits. Yeah, right. And uh, the la- last thing, actually, it connects to the fact that the window's open. Um, but uh, you will also quite possibly hear a bunch of pigeons yes. that, that keep me company at night. They're very loud and they make sounds that I'm not sure are pigeon sounds. There are also, I think, uh, some kind of rodent sounds, uh, rats or, or, or mice or something. Or it is just pigeons uh, who are evolving. But they make some weird, weird fucking sounds. They make, and I, they make those like uh, those uh, National Geographic animal fucking noises, <laughs> don't they? They do. <laughs> they do. Which is why we have I, the towel. Yeah. Which yeah. again. Yeah. I mean, if, if you're going to listen to it, you might as well get off to it. Yeah. You can't beat him. Join him. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you can't beat them, also beat it. Uh, Be, beat know. off with hey, it. let's listen to classically abby real quick Hell yeah that is classically abby yeah the, the branding here is just so great on point hello beautiful ladies and welcome to today's episode of the scoop <laughs> 
So for those of you who don't know, The Scoop is kind of our weekly catch-up girl chat. It's as if we're going to a coffee shop together and we're just kind of catching up on what went down during the week, what was in the... I love how she's trying to construct this like entirely false thing. Like, it's just like, you know, we're at a coffee shop together when it's just like staring at her face in front of a a carefully constructed backdrop of kitschy things. (laughs) To to, to be fair, I I think that this is probably what it is like to have a coffee with her. and then she sets you down and then she just gives gives you all of her like weird spurgy rants about politics you didn't really want to hear about. But <laughs> yeah. she's paying for breakfast. So you let her do it. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. Egg, the eggs Benny here are real good. <laughs> <laughs> and the news, what we've been up to, all of that kind of things. And, what and we've been make, up to. Yeah, what we've been up to is, is another good one, too. Like, lady, you're talking to me. I have no way of talking back at you except for in the comments <sighs> you're not going to read. How funny would it be, though, if she left like 10 minutes of silence in the middle and just kind of like nodded and <laughs> stared into your eyes? <laughs> like one of those kid shows where they're like, yes, yeah. hey, can you see where the map is? <laughs> and then like the kid is like pointing at the screen <laughs> and then like. Dora the Explorer is like, that's right. And it doesn't matter if the kid actually pointed at her. Like, it could be a stupid kid that's just like pointing off screen. Like, I mean, the map's over there. That's that's where we got postmodernism. Mm. Yep. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, we'll have to do a, a series on a uh, uh, false... Uh, false friendship in, in, the, in the digital age yeah, par- parasocial relationships yeah, and door the explorer that was a much better way of putting it parasocial relationships yeah. yes. so i'm really excited to get into today's episode because i have so much to talk about i smell really nice i just put on perfume because after this video my husband and i are going to dinner and if you guys are interested at some point for me to do kind of like a tour just in case anybody's wondering, both of us smell like shit right now because it's so hot in here. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sticky. Yeah, so I got a whap. We we won't lie to you. We won't say that we smell good and that we have fresh perfume on, and we won't lie to you about going to dinner with our husbands because because uh, Mike w- won't take me to dinner. Yeah, because I don't I don't go to dinner right now. It's gonna pick up some Taco Bell for us later. There's atheists out in the streets trying to inject us with coronavirus. <laughs> Tour of of all the things that are back here and what it all means to me, let me know. Because I've been thinking about doing something like that and talking about kind of what I have in my background, where I got everything. And if that's something you guys are interested in, then just leave it in the comments Nobody's below. Nobody's interested. But let's get into no. it. So the first thing I want to talk about is something that is not really appropriate and what I would say <laughs> is definitely not classics. Definitely so, not classic. first thing I want to mention is the new it? music she's, video Because she's song. classically Abby. Yeah. So, so she judges things based on whether they're classic or not because she's a proper trad wife. I mean, you, you, she's wearing the trad wife dress even. Oh, yeah. Um, no, for sure. She's, I'm not being sarcastic <laughs> when I say she's a proper trad wife. When, when, she's a horrible cook, but she's definitely a trad wife. Yeah, yeah. I've seen I've seen her bizarre cooking videos um, or video. Does she have more than one? I saw uh, the lasagna yeah, one. A... Um, but when, when you did mention that she um, that she's doing that whole cl- oh my the weird ramen oh that looks yeah um if anybody frightful. would like to uh take take a moment out of their day to google abby shapiro ramen uh it's the first result and it's ramen adjacent i would say um is is it is it like katsu in in gravy i don't know man i don't see a single noodle in there no 
Those eggs are fucked, by the yeah, way. Yeah, those eggs are just destroyed. Like, I like I like some soft boiled eggs. I think they're incredible, but that seems wrong. What she's doing. I, li- I like how the uh, the next Google image search over is. Oh, it looks dope. Time, to, time uh. to flex on Abby, and it's somebody who actually knows how to cook ramen. Cook so, ramen. <laughs> someone named Robinette the Vampire is making better ramen than Abby. <laughs> classically, <laughs> classically Abby. Oh, it literally says time to flex on it. Oh, that's yeah, fucking no, hilarious. I was saying, yeah, yeah. Okay. So somebody somebody saw Abby Shapiro. Uh, attempt at ramen which again you you need to look it up if you're listening to this it's a it's a, an atrocity go to over oh okay uh this one because that one has noodles and i think that's what what chicken katsu is supposed to look like yeah that does look uh oh it's, homemade fried chicken ramen there you this go is classically abby so she uh she apparently got a little bit better a little bit better because you can at least see like the uh the noodles but she still it still has that weird runny soft boiled yeah, eggs thing those, those eggs are horrible why I, I don't think she's ever had ramen i no i probably well she wouldn't associate with those kind of people i would imagine yeah and by the way that the noodles are shaped and stuff i'm pretty sure that's just like a ramen packet yeah and no, broken the, the, yeah the, the noodles are, are very i mean that, that can't be more than like a millimeter or two long yeah, she totally smashed a packet, which is <laughs> yeah. like uh, already. And we, she we gotta smashed talk. a packet of, uh, of top ramen. Man, is she a <laughs> zoomer? Microwaves it in a fucking. Is a she fucking Generation bowl. X? Uh, or is she? No, she's I, a millennial with us. She's yeah, like an elder millennial, maybe. Or maybe uh, she's our age. I don't know. I think Ben Shapiro isn't much older than like thirty-five or thirty-six. Or yeah, right, like right. That. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think they're all millennials with us. Yeah, I don't know why I thought that. Um, she just acts no, so she, Generation yeah. X-y, you know? Well, yeah, it's because uh, she's trad, man. Oh, yes, yeah, so she's an elder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's just, she's, she's age-kin. She, uh, she's automatically older than us because she identifies that way. Yeah, she's an old soul as the, uh, never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Wap. Now, I'm not going to tell you what that means. If you're interested in looking that up, you can. It's really dirty. And and here we go again with like the same thing as Ben Shapiro, but she's even more vague about it. Like, right. I can't even say what it is. That's how horrible and this my, thing is. My favorite thing about this, too, is that these are also the type of people that I'm sure are calling out leftists about like, you know, I'm not going to go through the emotional labor of explaining yeah. this theory to you, uh, which, to be honest, that's also kind of exhausting and dumb. But uh, oh, no, absolutely. But God damn it, people just just say shit. It's, don't don't it's, just put the words in my head and leave it's me. Okay to say the p word. The what word, Michael? <laughs> the p word. The p Wet word. Ass p word. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> ass okay. Pussy not okay. Also off the, off the table. I'm I'm sorry. I need to bring this up. I've brought this up before. Uh, I don't think I've brought it up on the pod- podcast, but it's really frustrating to me that no one has made jokes yet about how this song could be about your wet ass pussy. <laughs> Um, that was actually one is of the just first homophobic? things I, I thought of. Oh, because you're a homophobe. No, it's not because I'm a homophobe. But I mean, if if you got an ass pussy, that's your business. Um, yeah. Well, we all do. It just yeah. whether or not well, we, we use it is that. Yeah. And, and you know what? Mine is mine is severely underused. And you know, but yeah, mine's usually not that wet. <laughs> it's a it, well. I mean, on a day like this, though, keto helps it out. Yeah. Yeah. I have eaten nothing but Mexican food for three and a half days, three Which, days. You know, How long have I been here uh, in the dungeon? <laughs> what, I picked you up on the 14th, right? Yeah, probably. So three three days, three days yeah, in the night? three days, yeah. Hell yeah. So yeah, I got a whap. 
<laughs> this is awful. Hey, I'm I'm sure the uh, the bidet is helping you out. Yeah, who's is that? Uh, that's uh the uh, the roommates. Oh, okay. Well, that's good of him, Mister Mister Joel. Uh, don't call him out by name. Oh, well, just because I asked you to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you kind of put me on the spot. I don't know if he's got a an internet alias that he prefers, like I mean, J Dog. I mean, or the Jizzle. But days are but days are awesome. I actually I do stand bidets. Yeah. And mind you, this is uh, this is going to be an episode about fascism. Yeah, <laughs> eventually <laughs> we 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 gotta we gotta purify ourselves yeah. before all this starts. Yeah, we gotta we gotta. It's disgusting. That it's song is uh, pretty disgusting. gross. So I You're on point, heard lady. about it through Twitter, mostly because my brother did a censored reading of some of the lyrics oh, on his show. That's good radio, right there. I respected him for that because. Oh, Jesus Christ. See, this is why is this, is this the same fucking neighbor that used to do this all the time? Uh, yes, I believe so. Though the the little little old yeah motherfucker that's right across the street. Yeah, remember when I yelled at him a bunch? I, I do remember yeah. you doing that, and it's I'm a good uh, neighbor. It's been a little bit of an awkward relationship ever since then, good. but uh, I accept it fully. So <laughs> we're okay. I'm a good neighbor to have. All right, um, so State yeah. Farm. Uh, this is uh, this is why you never want to live around people. Yeah, um, just in case that wasn't abundantly clear. The slip not playing in the background. Yeah. Because personally, I would have done the exact same thing. I would not debase myself by reading those disgusting. So, so first off, she she claims that she heard about this through Twitter. Um, of course, yeah, yeah. And then she goes on to say that uh, every time she hears it, it makes her nauseous. So. What's what's your fucking lie, lady? <laughs> uncensored. So he chose to read it censored, and it kind of blew up on Twitter. And because of that, and because of his show, I looked at it a little bit, and I oh, was I guess she does look. She said she looked at impressed. it a little bit. Let me just say that to me, that video was pretty much the epitome of everything I'm against. It's definitely not classic. <laughs> it definitely yeah. is she's, more she's about that not female empowerment again. that is not empowering at all, and just puts you out there to be a sex object for people to look at. And the fact of the matter is that video was pornographic and it is available on YouTube seen the video. for Not anyone to consume, porn. especially children. And yeah, that no, is I, I've never actually watched the video in its, uh, in its entirety. Really, I've only seen really that Ben Shapiro and reading of it. And I see it as the degradation uh, really of women that yeah. we think that that is our value to sing about this very sexual Horribly written lyrics, to be honest. I mean, every time I listen to it, I get a little nauseous. And also, it's not really music. So it, it, there's no music why, there. Why do you think so it's the, not really music, Dorian? Is it um, because is it because uh, well, the, the, black the, people made it? Well, the, the, the tone has a certain hue to it that uh, she probably doesn't care for. <laughs> uh, yes also an issue but outside of the technical aspects it also is just a very clear example to me of how conservative women she she has to jump every time she says the (laughs) n-word fuck i said it again that's a a rumor i'm gonna start from here on out abby shapiro could not stop herself from saying the n-word in this video and so she had to do jump cuts need to take the culture back because if this is what is considered female empowerment we have really lost our way female empowerment oh, pause, is not man that's well, uh, the, the amazing taking the fascist culture, terms yeah, the yeah taking yeah. the culture back thing maybe a little bit of a dog whistle there a little bit that's that's all i have to say yeah 
about presenting ourselves as sex objects and being a slave to our lusts and appetites. It's about so much more than that. It's about living your life with values, having meaning, having purpose, being part of a community, having faith, being part of a family. All of those things give women value. What, Not can you pause so it for a second? What, what does she think <laughs> fucking does? Um, what, 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 what does fucking accomplish? Yeah. Does I it mean, produce families yeah. and social cohesion? <laughs> uh, is it something you look forward to that helps you establish believe, values uh, and appreciation Cardi, of others? Cardi B does have a child, doesn't she? Probably. I think I, mean, she, I think she does have a child. I'm not a, I'm not a Cardi B fan in any respect. Well, you, well, I don't, right now you sound like a racist. Well, no, it's, it's got nothing to do with, uh, it's, it's just not my, uh, it's not my jams. I don't, I don't have any kind of pussy so i can't see yeah, wet fair. ass pussy right right and f- like feel it you know so yeah that's that's fair yeah that's a i'm more of a more of a, a rock and roll guy rock and roll guy like yeah, uh like, what's what's your whap is it enema by tool? <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> enema, enema by tool is my whap <laughs> Mine's uh, same God thing. Damn well, actually, actually, schism, my, actually, my WAP is uh, my WAP is uh, stink fist. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, mine's schism because uh, yeah. I know the pieces fit. But what happened after that? I, I saw them fall away. Oh, that's or shit. is that the lyric? Yeah, nice. I did it. I did it. <laughs> Hell yeah! Um, that's a bunch of WAP songs by Tool. Maynard yeah. is a he's a, a sex god. He's an object. Yeah. <laughs> Little lizard man. That video. So <laughs> I'm not going to tell you to go look it up, but if you already know what it is, I'd like to hear your thoughts on it too. Please leave it in the comments below. So interesting thing about please leave it in the comments below. Mm-hmm. 2000 comments and I would like you to try to find one positive comment as we uh <laughs> no heart. <laughs> <laughs> There is not a single. Oh like, man, you can tell she's never shaked her ass at the girl's sleepover. Yeah, that's 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 a sad one. She got told off by Tamara. Yeah. Thank you, Tamara. She, Tamara's out there giving sick burns. These are all women, too. It looks like yeah, yeah, or, no, this or is like majority. primarily women who are all just dunking on her for having such a dumb opinion about this. Which is dope because I have I have plenty of women friends. Yeah, uh, but I, uh, I like women. Yeah, I think they rule. Uh, my my female American here. So yeah, it was I mean, a Trump I mean, joke. Uh, yeah, I, I did it. it. I did one. Um, I I did like this one. I saw this one earlier. This channel is literally trying so hard to be I'm not <laughs> like other girls. Well, yeah, it's uh, what's what's the what's the term that I've I've heard all the time? Uh, she's a pick me ass bitch. <laughs> God, my my uh, my my I, I have an ex that uh, that was just very kind of like appropriate and 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 kind of mild and stuff. But that was one term that she would bust out occasionally. Yeah, it was just so fucking funny. Where yeah, she'd just be like, "That's that is normal kind of you know standard upper middle class white chick," and then occasionally just pick me ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking incredible. Uh, so that's a little little callback to episode ten. I felt like we should uh, we should go into because uh, watching not not only uh, Ben Shapiro just step in this like a complete total fucking idiot, uh, dragging his sister into it. She also has troll face going the whole fucking time. By the way, yeah, like, yeah. She's just got like a it, well. It's, it's, what it is is it's a super practiced smile, and so it kind of reaches that uncanny valley sort of thing yeah. where you can tell it's not genuine because nobody on earth smiles like that. <laughs> right. Hell yeah! What a so, what a cool chick. 
yeah cool person i recommend you look up her uh her ramen it's uh it's something else we should try making her ramen recipe no that's okay come on (laughs) (laughs) all right uh so on on the subject of fascism when we left off um very very good segue there the natural (laughs) i'm I'm a broadcaster by trade (laughs) um so yeah, uh we we left off uh last last uh, episode where we talked about ideologies and how uh neoliberalism kind of uh gives way to fascism or evolves into fascism in some respects. Uh since that episode, um as if we were uh, kind of uh oracles of some sort, uh Kamala <laughs> Harris became Joe Biden's uh vice president pick, which is uh uh, an alarmingly tone deaf thing to do when uh, there's massive protests that have been, you know, gone on for, I think we're what, like 70, 75 days now, somewhere in that range, oh, uh, protests yeah, uh, yeah. on police brutality. So good, uh, by the way, not the, not the brutality thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the protests <laughs> keep them coming kids. Uh, yeah. Very, very, uh, very supportive of the protests. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, picking picking a cop, uh, and not only that, but uh, I mean, she's not technically a cop. She's just got pictures of her wearing a coat that says police on it with a bunch of Border Patrol agents. Look it up. It's fun. Um, um, <laughs> so not literally a cop, but she was, uh, you know, a district attorney. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah, district attorney. And during that time, she... Uh, you know, uh, was responsible for locking up uh, somewhere around the region of like 1900 uh, young black men for nonviolent drug offenses, like possession of marijuana sort of stuff. Uh, so, you know, maybe not the greatest pick right now. Uh, there's, you know, polls have shown that there's like 50 plus percentage uh, approval for the general idea of the protests. People, by and large get that uh black people in this country are not treated equally by the justice system you know whether or not they have the most woke take on that uh, who cares but the the general support is there and so the the obvious democratic uh, party response is to pick uh <laughs> I, I mean i i see what they're trying to do they're trying to play heavy into id politics where like look it's a black woman but you know everybody who knows kamala or sorry kamala harris's uh uh and that's i'm not being sarcastic there i just uh, i learned the wrong way to say it and and now it's coming out that kamala is the correct way to say it um who 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 was it that was going off about how that's uh that's some kind of an aggression uh, or or racism cnn cnn CNN. was making a big deal about how pronouncing her name wrong is racist when it's like (laughs) maybe i just haven't really heard it before spoken like that and i just started saying it wrong because i'm pretty sure that i've heard kamala harris like on the the i think that's primarily what i've heard yeah uh, that's what i've normally heard but it's kamala harris uh so my bad yeah I'll, i'll you know i'll I'll say it the right way. There's yeah, nothing wrong I with that. Yeah, I might as well try to. Yeah, but. I'll try. Um, where was I going with that? Next uh, person to refer to Walter Benjamin as uh, as <laughs> as that instead yeah. of saying Walter Benjamin, uh, <laughs> they're anti-Semite. Yeah. You know, canceled. Yeah. In fact, I am. I am now. What, That's what, what we decided. Is is how well you pronounce a word and not the uh, the policies that you've chosen over exactly. your, your long career. Yeah. Um, well, that's why, like, you know, even outside of any kind of racial ID po- politics, um, she she was 
The DA, sure. But she was the DA of San Francisco. Right. And so that makes all of her politics San Francisco politics, Ooh, right? Yeah. So she's she's a fucking far leftist. Right <laughs> Extremely far left. There's yeah. there's absolutely no uh no fascist elements in San Francisco. None at all, especially none that connect uh, directly into this whole neoliberalism into fascism pipeline that we've been talking about. Um and certainly not, none that uh floats around as you go south from there. Um the Northern California is is fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's I, I always liberal love bastion. How, <laughs> well, well, it is. Uh, it is a right, liberal yeah. bastion, but in the bad sense of the, yeah. the term. <laughs> <clears throat> I always love how how people, you know, the the state of California is used as a boogeyman for like uh, the Bible Belt and, and the right. South, where you know it's like, oh, you know, California, it's just a. It's a leftist communist hellhole, and it's like God. I wish you know, like God, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the amount of you know, we we've got plenty of of uh, fascist, uh, anti minority, anti poor people uh, laws on the books here in California. Yeah. And, I hate and, to break and, it to everybody. Uh, not not just policies and laws, but but uh, technologies that are being developed. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. As it, you know, something that's been in the news a lot, which is just the uh, the fact that they have all of these facial recognition technologies that uh, can only see white people. <laughs> and honestly, <laughs> yeah. like cool in a way, because I don't want them to see anyone. Cool in a way, but uh, it, in a way, falsely identifies. Uh, people of color a lot right? yeah that's yeah. that's the problem is as it begins to learn a little bit it begins to you know you you people all look alike yeah. beep <laughs> yeah. boop beep boop um uh please keep the beep boop beep boop in there if you end up uh uh, uh sampling that because uh, i want you to know i'm a racist robot and oh, not yeah. just a racist yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh it's a good, and, a, and, good and, alliterative uh uh persona you take right. on there but then also you know it, and this this is an important component that, that will actually kind of lead into our fascism talk um but the way that algorithms are built for all of these websites uh and for various programs where they are built with essentially the psychoanalytic uh, uh projection of the people programming them right uh, and so an algorithm is always going to function uh, or any kind of code is going to function more or less based upon the way that the person writing them functions himself. Sure. Usually himself. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and that doesn't so much matter if you're doing basic if then statements. But as things become uh, sufficiently complex, they begin to take on more and more of kind of a uh, quote unquote personality, especially when you have these generative networks uh, that go ahead and and, and uh, do some version of learning on their own. Uh, and the and the components of that learning is defined by the, the people coding them initially. And so there are things that are innately fascist and innately neoliberal racist, uh, all sorts of bizarre uh, effects that can come from uh, these types of coding. And all of that stuff is come, not all of it, but the, the, a huge chunk of it is coming out of our neoliberal bastion of Silicon Valley in San Francisco. Um, so props to that for, for keeping the left going. Good job. Uh, <laughs> but with that, so I, I did get a couple of messages um, and I promise this isn't going to become that big of a part of this podcast because it sounds exhausting and because I don't think most people, I think most people don't want this. I, I think that the people that do want it are very vocal about it, um, but uh, they wanted me to bring Deleuze up uh, more often with this. 
And I think the bringing him in more is probably useful to some degree, especially when it comes to fascism and capital. Uh, so now is a good moment for it. Um, but in, in Deleuze and Guattari's uh, philosophy, there's something called uh, micropolitics. And micropolitics is essentially the sequence of desires and habits and habits of forming habits and the context of desires that then determine desires the way that des desires determine context. Essentially, it's it's all of the small parts of your psyche and of your actions that then develop outwards into uh, things that are politically legible that become political actions. Uh, and apolitical actions are, you know, we probably don't need to reiterate that for anyone, but apolitical actions and, and beliefs are still political. Um, so in micropolitics, you have to look at the way that these things are produced. And especially inside of a system like neoliberalism, you have a micropolitics that is predicated upon like I said, types of desire that produce context and context that produces desire. And so these desires are innately uh, uh, built into and and predicating um, our economic functions and in needs and interactions. And so with a micropolitics that is neoliberal becomes a politics that's neoliberal. And then our identities uh, themselves, both the ones that we place upon ourselves and the ones that we end up looking at others as um, become more and more entrenched in the context of this neoliberalism or financialization. Because as we said before in the last podcast, uh, all neoliberalism really is at bottom is the financialization of all human interactions. Um, so that's, that's a first important thing to bring in. Um, and so as neoliberalism, as, as we mentioned before, tends into fascism, uh, fascism, uh, it, it, the same thing begins to occur um, in the human psyche. And the human psyche has a tendency of, you know, uh, uh, building outward in, in the same way that the, the, these algorithms, algorithms and stuff end up functioning where your own psyche ends up developing into the politics of the world around you. And so there's the, this bi-directional path towards fascism because there are there is some part of our psyche that wants fascism to occur. And it's not necessarily because of the fact that we all hate certain types of people or anything like that, but based upon the fact that we in our production of desires require the production of contexts that give us those desires or, or make those desires accomplishable. Um, and so one example of it would be like, and th th this, this is a weird one, but it could be a fun one to play with. But um, when you're in line at the grocery store right now during this COVID crisis, and someone is standing a foot away from you and they're wearing their Killed mask up against the wall. Right. They're wearing their mask up down beneath their nose. Oh, man, that turns they're they're breathing on you. Yeah. Right. And you have all of these and, and then they don't have their card ready when it's time to pay. And then they're doing it with pennies and shit. And it's just all of these different actions that they're performing that don't align with the actions that you know that you need to perform in order to uh, attain your desires 
but also they themselves are slowing their, down their own attainment of desires. And so they become both your your enemy in a lot of ways. They become strong and, and able to get in your way, but they also become weak because they're unable to get the desires for themselves that you want for yourself. And so these and that's not to say that the, the politics of mask wearing and social distancing is innately fascist, but these are things that, that uh, Deleuze and Guattari might have referred to as microfascisms. And when you have all of these different things building up and working around with one another, uh, these desires can be, uh, can kind of reach a, uh, <laughs> A boiling point, a boiling point, or a a uh, flash point. Uh, when 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 so, when a cycle ends up becoming self perpetuating and then oh. kind of explodes, um, a uh, they become self advancing. Uh, I'm an idiot, and I've been drinking too much, <laughs> uh, as as people from the the last video that I posted can can tell. But yeah, we've been over here boofing. <laughs> we've been we, we've been boofing. Uh, but anyway, so so we're, think we're not too scared like Kavanaugh to admit that that means shoving a bottle of beer up your ass. Yeah, and you know what? You just got to be honest about it. Yeah. But anyway, so, so these things become self perpetuating because the fact that you have external forces that are demanding fascism, and you have internal forces that are demanding a certain attainment of desires that tends towards the. Um, pressurization and, and support of fascist movements um, because all it is in the end is an attempt to place order upon chaos. Mm. Right. Which is a very Jordan Peterson esque thing. <laughs> right. Which, which, which is another one of his fun ways of, uh, of kind of sneaking in and saying something that does make sense and then uh, turning into dragons and shit and then turning into actual uh, support of fascism. <laughs> yeah. Um, but with with the Jordan Peterson thing, and I'll stop ranting here in a second, but with with these Peterson-esque ideas, uh, when it comes to we, we, we need this order and we need to return to, to tradition, that kind of stuff, which is a, an impulse that I think everyone has to some degree. Some people want to return to living in a cave. Some people want to be in a log cabin. Some people want to have a trad wife, you know, um, and not to say that these things are necessarily good, but they are common. Uh, and these are largely responses to the fact that uh, capital uh, and thereby neoliberal interactions between people are innately uh, chaotic. Um, they they are based on systems that that grow and then burst and then collapse. Uh, they're based on the constant deterritorialization, which is a, a fancy word that maybe not all the listeners know, but essentially it means the uh, removal or emptying of or expansion and dilution of concepts. Uh, or identities. Uh, so it's the deterritorialization of object identities and personal identities and subject identities, and then the re-territorialization of them. And uh, a, a kind of a basic way of saying that is that I become deterritorialized or my labor becomes deterritorialized inside the market. It becomes capital um, or becomes connected to capital uh, in this vast machinery. And then I exchange that in this deterritorialized way to become re-territorialized into uh, cheeseburger or whatever. <laughs> and that's that's a really violent uh, over uh, simplification of it. That's that's functionally how de and re-territorialization works in these systems. Right. And so because of that, you constantly have capital deterritorializing 
everything. And when everything is constantly being deterritorialized in it, on this asymptotic kind of scale where it will deterritorialize everything it can so long as it doesn't destroy itself, uh, you enter into a world that is constantly in chaos and constantly developing itself and reforming itself into things that seem stable, but are ultimately just new manifestations of that chaos. It becomes dragons. It becomes dragons. It becomes chaos dragons. <laughs> feminine chaos dragons. Um, but then with, with this increasing complexity and chaos that comes with capital, you have people who in some very basic psychic way, Jungian or, or Delusian or Lacanian or whatever, um, in, in this basic way, they, they need order because the human body and the human psyche demands homogeneity and it demands order and it demands that things are balanced and that things work together. And so when you live inside of an innately chaotic system, every part of your existence demands desperately that we have order placed upon it. And so these microfascisms develop and then we begin to demand that others follow the exact same type of order that we demand for ourselves. And it becomes very violent, very bloody and you know, fascism bad. I think that that's going to be my hot take. All right. Well, um, shit, nothing, nothing more to be said there. Fascism bad well, guys. But the last thing, the last <laughs> thing, uh, and, and th there's, there's a lot to be said with Deleuze and Guattari. There's a bunch of incredible writing. I think in, uh, uh, in, in anti-Oedipus, it's chapter seven, eight, and nine to talk about this, if I remember correctly, but, but faciality and the black hole and the white wall, uh, so these these are all different ways of identification and the, the way that that we interact and produce facialities and identities and becomings for one another. And that definitely has a lot to do with the way that fascism is produced by subjectivity and signification. But but going back to this homogeneity thing where the impulse for exact order is always innately an impulse towards death. Right. Because the only the only system that is unchanging is a system that has depleted itself because, you know, decay and everything entropy, that is a type of change. But every, everything in entropy is uh, ultimately trying to reach a homeostatic zero. And so it's, it's, it's funny to think that that life is constantly trying to reach homeostasis where all systems are evened out and and ordered and make sense and don't require any energy exchanges. But as soon as that ends up happening uh, in, a, in a really complete way, the the only way that that ever happens and when is when something is is no longer metabolizing so death or, or in freezing right um and the same thing can be applied to politics and and all larger systems uh as far as i'm concerned and as far as deleuze and guattari are concerned uh or at least freud freud would agree with this uh, and i think that deleuze and guattari would have a more complicated view of this but will would ultimately agree which is that ultimately the the development of fascism and microfascism and all of these things that are supposed to get us to uh, gain and support our desires and the context of our desires are ultimately impulses that lead us on on the roads to, to death. They're all part of death drive, uh, which is one reason that all of these systems of order are so obsessed with wiping out huge swaths of people and then the system itself collapsing itself. It doesn't just have to do with, well, people who disagree with me should die. There's something that's also innate about the way that the system or organizes itself that causes it to die. Uh, the same way that the human body does, because as we mentioned in the last episode, well, and neoliberalism and fascism are built as if they're bodies. Yeah. And, you know, uh, to, to your point of uh, <clears throat> it's not just 
fascism isn't just about making something die. Uh, you know, fascist regimes always have like really complicated processes that they that they associate that 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 death with. You know, the uh, uh, the internment camps in Germany. You mm. know, like they, they didn't need to do all that gas chamber stuff, but they needed to have a very sterilized process. Uh, in which that they would exterminate this this menace to their society because mm. it wasn't enough to just kill them they had to be very ordered and structured and i guess fascist um. <laughs> yeah yeah and that's that's you know the the importance of narrative um in any kind of politics is something that can't ever be ignored um and you know it, it, there's the old walter benjamin uh cliche almost now but that uh required for fascism is the asceticization of politics where everything has to become uh, a, a determination of what is or is not beautiful uh, or some kind of narratological framework. Sure. Right. Um, and I, I, I think that that is true, but I also think that the left um, and maybe this is a risky thing to, to, to well, say, but the left also requires an asceticization of politics that it oftentimes refuses to perform. And that asceticization oftentimes goes along with, you know, like when, when you think of the asceticized left, you think of like Stalin era uh, uh, Russia and things like that. You think of the Soviet Union and the types of art that they ended up producing that were all political, or you think of like Nazi flags and stuff or the Bauhaus, uh, stuff like that. But, um, there, there has to be some kind of production of narrative and some kind of aestheticization, some kind of deep mythology that the left can function on, uh, in order to combat that. And I think that's a really important project that needs to be, uh, to to need needs to be do, d dove into more deeply, and I think that anarchists are good with that, and I think that union organizers are relatively good at that. Um, this this attempt to uh, to aestheticize these things, but I, I still don't think that a lot of these narratives are all ultimately uh, capable of fighting the narratives that are inherent in fascism or in uh, you know the fucking cherry tree, right? Things like that. Uh, which not to say that George Washington's <laughs> narratives are innately fascist, but you know, you know, you know. Yeah. Uh, but we we gotta we gotta make some art is what I'm saying. That's my dumb. Yeah, we need more. We need more conclusion. cool propaganda on the left. Fuck yeah. yeah. Propaganda that knows it's propaganda and doesn't care. Yeah. No, that's I think I think that's completely fine. I mean, um, just just make uh, caring about other people aesthetically pleasing again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I did some. Uh, Back when I was in school for art, um, you may remember this. I I, uh, I wasn't actually running for for school president. Oh yeah, no, this was awesome. <laughs> I, yeah. I decided I would troll the entire process, and uh, I started posting a bunch of um, <clears throat> they were borderline communist art, but uh, was using my face. It was using all the typical like red and gold uh, color schemes and and that, and you know, I had this far distant look while I was wearing a. Uh, a military hat with a red star on the side of it right and uh it was just like a bunch of outrageous things that i wanted to propose like uh like weekly prayer meetings and, <laughs> and like mandatory <laughs> weekly prayer meetings uh, it's yeah it's important that they're mandatory yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh it was it was just a fun little project but i but you know i, I think a, a lot of people saw that poster and and um 
because I had put like so much effort into the art of it where, you know, like the, the other candidates were just like posting like a stupid picture of themselves. Like, and I'm not saying like, Oh, it was a picture of themselves and that's why it was stupid. No, this is like literally a stupid picture of themselves trying to look cool. <laughs> and then like, I'm going to bring back pizza Tuesdays and stuff like that. I mean, they, they have a point there. The pizza Tuesdays yeah. part. Yeah. yeah. I mean, pizza why don't Tuesdays we have a pizza Tuesday? Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't really roll off the tongue. I don't think Pizza Tuesdays was actually one, but it was stuff you, akin to that. It was like I'm gonna put more <laughs> more vending machines in the cafeteria, sort of shit. So I right, just, yeah, yeah. I just kind of trolled all over that with like a, a propaganda piece that was a uh, some some weird combination of like national socialism, communism, sort of stuff. <laughs> like a Justin Murphy ideology that doesn't yeah, make any sense. Yeah, it really, yeah, it didn't make any sense whatsoever because <laughs> it was just tripping all over itself. We should we should both uh, run for office. Okay, yeah. Um, I just gotta like clean my entire uh, uh, record and history. And no, then, uh, you don't. Yeah. You just okay. have to. You just have to not care about it. Oh, that's I think, what it is. I think yeah, that, that's I, what we've learned. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If we've learned anything, uh, you know, between old, decrepit, racist, probably rapist, and old, decrepit, racist, probably rapist. <laughs> uh being the two front runners for the uh the presidential seat uh yeah all all you gotta do is just deny it uh, yeah well no you don't even deny it even like you oh, might yeah, yeah, you yeah, might no, deny yeah. it a little bit but you just yeah you re- you release or no you have your campaign release a denial and then you just never say anything about it yeah or like kind of say yeah i did that but it doesn't matter the true yeah there's also that yeah 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 like uh Never mind. We don't need to practice right now. I think that that's dangerous, actually. Uh, um, oh, you, you remember when I said a few minutes ago that we want fascism? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we do. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I absolutely. mean, that's that's it's fucked up and weird that we do, but we do. Well, I, I think, yeah, I, I think it goes back to, to your idea of, you know, order. Well, not your idea. Uh, the idea of, of no, you, wanting you, you order. You can give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's you, me or, just, you, it's me or Jordan Peterson. It's Oh, mm. It's a, that's a hard call to make. I mean, he has a PhD, probably. No, he does, but. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a PhD we respect, though? I think so. Yeah, no. It's, yeah, I think it's, it's a good one. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good one. Man, but, uh, that sucks. Yeah, he just, I he mean, just turns out to suck really bad. Do, do, we, do we respect the Academy, though? Uh, I mean, didn't they kick him out? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, how exactly did that did that turn out? By the way, I know uh, this was a long time ago, so I should know. But I mean, it, it kickstarted his his uh, his charlatan career. So yeah, he's not in academia anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> hold the fuck up. Okay, this rules. This is awesome. Okay, so um, I just looked up his institutions and everything. Oh, okay, um, and like his education's good. You know, he he got his BA at University of Alberta, and then he got his PhD at McGill. McGill's good. Um, but, uh, his, uh, his thesis, especially mm. with all of his like current shit that's been happening. That's beautiful. Uh, sure. and, and from what I've heard in the past, have yeah. you seen this? Have you seen this no, thesis? No, no, no. I'm, okay. I'm excited. Um, okay. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you two guesses about what it might be about. No, fuck it. Three, three is always good. Just a topic, a general topic. You don't general have to get topic. too too precise. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm guessing it's got something to do with, uh, with uh behavior uh relating to uh drug addiction 
or oh man yeah you're you're already pretty much there okay so so some kind it's... of so uh uh general disorderliness in people and their their corresponding addictions it, it doesn't have his actual claim in it it does look like a genuinely clinical paper that is probably useful um but uh but yeah you're you're on the right track okay it doesn't say anything about disorder or anything like that oh nothing about or, disorder. or disorderliness <laughs> yeah okay um so maybe maybe laziness then some some form of laziness and and addiction i mean maybe maybe but so the the thesis title is potential psychological markers for the predisposition to alcoholism <laughs> which is awesome and from what i remember from, by watching way too many of his videos uh is oh my god do i have the do i have his thesis is that downloading i think it is oh redirecting that's definitely going to be a good I was just gonna to, rule. Let's let's just read the whole thesis right now, dude. That would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, fuck, it's not not available. I'll try to find it because that okay. would be that would be really okay. awesome. It doesn't actually sound like any of his interesting writing because I think that he's he was probably like a decent academic before he decided to do this bullshit. Um, I mean, we haven't ruled out brain worms, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Or his own alcoholism because so- <laughs> I know that he was an alcoholic beforehand. Um, that's 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 a claim that he himself has has yeah. made upon himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, hell yeah. That's so cool. (laughs) What, uh, what, what, uh, pre, uh, what was it? Pre-existing characteristics or predispositions? Yeah. Potential psychological markers for predisposition. What, uh, what psychological markers, uh, for predisposition to benzo addiction? (laughs) That should be Be, his next uh, academic paper. Being sad, (laughs) not cleaning your room. (laughs) Um, yeah, man. Uh, fuck, man. Yeah, I I have to find this, and I will. I, I promise you. Well, while we're on the subject of Jordan Peterson, briefly, there's a uh, conspiracy theory floating oh, around yeah. that uh, he's being weakened at Bernie's by. Uh, oh yeah, no, that's my theory. By Michaela. Well, yeah, but this is like also like uh, <laughs> the, permeating the, in the Jordan good, sphere. Good. For, for well, of course he is. Yeah, because like <laughs> the last couple of pictures of him, he hasn't quite looked right. He's been wearing little shorts and like a, oh, a regular yeah. t-shirt and then like a couple of them were like from far away so like just that's just weird awesome sort of stuff but uh yeah i really i really hope he is uh because i don't care if he lives or dies yeah that that poor poor monster yeah that poor poor guy that gaslit a bunch of people and <laughs> told them that they were bad for having problems and <laughs> <laughs> right and then decided to have some of the worst problems you can have <laughs> Hell yeah. Maybe if you cleaned your damn room. What what if, man? Uh, you know, um, his doctoral advisor did do some work on experimental analyses of the placebo effect. Uh, so that might explain Peterson's uh, beef diet and, <laughs> and and belief in anything that Young ever said. <laughs> damn. Ooh. Traveling back in time for that burn. Hell yeah. I'm always here to burn Young. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't read Young in like four years, but it's not I'm, like you I'm get anything I'm here for it. Oh, oh, because oh, archetypes are entirely arbitrary. Yeah, I thought you were gonna play wet ass pussy, <laughs> wet ass p word. I'm sorry. Yeah, wet ass p word. Um, <laughs> we would not degrade ourselves by saying the p word. Absolutely not. Um, um, 
So uh, uh, I think we've exhausted the fascism thing. Um, yeah, I, I mean, in, I enjoyed your points on it. I think that was very good. I didn't really have anything to add because I think you kind of hit everything I would have maybe said less intelligently. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. I mean, Don't with, self- with, the, <laughs> with with the granularity that we're touching on it, I, I think we've we've kind of uh, depleted it. But I think that. As we go, uh, fascism will obviously be something that we'll touch on a lot more in the future. For sure. Um, I yeah, mean, because, because we have uh, to, because we live in that. <laughs> well, yeah. And, uh, you know, like like I said, our, our two choices are uh, Joe Biden, who I believe has fascist tendencies at the very least. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he wrote the, the 1994 the crime, crime bill. Um, Fuck yeah. Is his running mate. uh some interesting things about her i spoke about a little bit in in the last one but you know she pushed the uh, the truancy law a oh, lot yeah. in that, that california fucks. and uh you know if, if you don't know what that is basically if your child does not meet a certain amount of uh, uh attendance days in the school year the parent can be fined two thousand five hundred dollars or uh also spend a year in jail if uh, and- they don't have the two thousand five hundred dollars which uh I don't know. Uh, who does that hurt the most? Uh, parents who have uh, chronically truant children, um, I feel like, are always going to be the type that could pay 2500 bucks. Yeah. Right? Yeah, there's there's probably nothing... I know, know my parents could have. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, this this goes back into another thing we said, which is where uh, people who have shitloads of money don't, uh, don't care about fines. They, like, kind of don't um, live in a society. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like Jeff Bezos's kid, does he have a kid? I don't care. Uh, yeah, Let's it looks just kid. like him if he does. Yeah, <laughs> same haircut. It's just like a, a really weird, wrinkly penis person. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dad, let's go throw the pigskin around. Silence, totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Children are to be seen and never heard. That's, that's how Jeff Bezos talks. <laughs> go play with drone mother, <laughs> like a like a continental <laughs> bear, dude. Yeah, <laughs> dude. We have we have above our home uh apparently a few times in, in recent days fucking drones coming around yeah which I, by I our neighbor our, i guess yeah, but run by our neighbor but if i see those things i'm gonna throw a rock at them right man. i don't but, i don't like that but based on the conversation that we've had uh we live in one of two cities in the area that is allowed to use drones at line of sight uh the police yeah and then uh is it it's not, is it chula vista or was it it was el cajon one of the seas mm, or i want to say claremont yeah. Yeah, I think it was Claremont, actually. One, one of the eastwardly sea cities. Yeah. Um, apparently, they can use drones outside of line of sight. So whenever you call uh, 911, a fucking drone appears at your house uh, and can... Do not worry, citizen. I am here to help. <laughs> right. And can and, and could also be flying, like, so high above you, you can't fucking see it, which is fucking, dope. It's just a fucking, like, regular drone with a pistol attached to it. <laughs> I am here to shoot your dog. It's that or a predator drone. It's just going to nuke your house. (laughs) It shoots Uh, your dog before the cops get there because they're tired of doing that themselves. Right. You can't blame a robot. It's programmed for that. Racist robot. See? Yeah. Full circle. I I like the idea that you can't teach a robot to love, but you can absolutely teach a robot to be a racist. Yeah. (laughs) I mean. And by love, I mean that ironically. Uh, So. Ironic love? Yeah. Or ironic learning? Well. No, I just I, mean the point ironically. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't actually love it is what I'm saying. Uh oh, oh, I thought yeah. you were saying the robot learning to love. No, no, no. no. Uh, that I was, was ironic. I was trying to figure out where that miscommunication was happening. I was like, I'm, <laughs> Are you an idiot? <laughs> yeah. Am I dumb? Are you dumb? 
And the answer is oh. yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so some fun things in hmm. the news. Uh, oh hell yeah! The I got news. A, I got a uh, sponsored ad paid for by Biden Victory Fund. I, I I just got a text from them. Yeah. Um. They they send they stopped sending me texts. Uh. Oh, that was a. That was a good sound, huh? Yeah. Let's go ahead and crack that Sorry, bad guys. boy open. Oh yeah. And then uh, stick the funnel in my ass. I mean, <laughs> oh, oh. And through your mouth into my ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the human scent of beer um you know what sucks right before you get into this yeah what's up have you ever had the belching beaver phantom bride beer not a fan of belching beaver to be honest with you i'm mixed on most of their beers i like mother earth a lot more but this is this is you guys are listening to some real important southern yeah. california beer politics this right is, now uh, this is local as fuck. Uh, which uh belching beaver sucks kind of because they did end up stealing essentially the uh the recipe from mother earth per their peanut butter stout yeah uh, and, and a lot of other stout shit isn't mm. as good it's not. It really isn't. And you can get it more places. You can't get Mother Earth all over the place. I got I got uh, Belching Beaver out in Milwaukee, and it's just too sweet, and it's too much. But anyway, so they have a Deftones beer, which, of course, like... SoCal Prague represent. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> like, they're, they're a nationwide brand now, and so they have to have some kind of dumb... Uh, band brew uh and i'm i'm fine with the deftones they're they're good i haven't listened to them er, uh, earnestly in a long a time a bit of a sad boy music band they are definitely a sad I do, boy I music do listen band. to them because i'm a sad boy yeah fair but the the beer that that this brewery that i don't like very much uh came out with to represent this band that i think is fine uh is actually it's pretty fucking good oh it's pretty good well fuck them you want to try it you want to get COVID? yeah Right out. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's get some COVID here. Yeah. You guys, you guys, this is, this is me live getting COVID. Uh, so when I die in two weeks, um, just, uh, I mean, this is like an indie art project at this point. Like, it is. It is. Literal death of the artist. <laughs> I am rolling, rolling Barts. Uh, Mike is my mom. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, it's not too bad. Yeah. It's not too bad. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's pretty strong and, uh, um, I mean, just in case you weren't getting COVID off of us fucking locking ourselves into a small sweating room together, yeah, screaming into microphones, but a fan overhead, just kind of pushing all the, uh, we're essentially in an airplane. Yeah. Like a little Cessna. Well, like an airplane that can't fly and also, uh, Oh, doesn't have peanuts on it. I don't know. Do you have peanuts on here in here I'm, in this room, in this dungeon, uh, not, in mom's basement? It's far, I don't know. Okay. I don't remember much Somewhere. from the time that I arrived here, Mike. Mm. Yeah, it's it's been a little bit of a, a haze. There was uh, quite a quite a bit of uh, celebratory drinking that happened over the weekend. <laughs> celebratory, yeah, uh, coping uh, drinking yes. maybe. Perhaps. It's all cope. Everything all is cope. cope. Flying is cope. <laughs> San Diego's cope. So speaking of cope, yeah, what's up? Uh, let's go back to the Joe Biden victory. <laughs> oh, I'm so fund. sorry. <laughs> yeah. So I got this uh, this ad on Facebook, and it's it like I said, the the Joe Biden campaign stopped texting me. <laughs> Hold up, but, but before. I, I, I'm sorry. You, are you going to point out the big words first? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because that's the first thing that pops out. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to share this anecdote about why the Joe Biden campaign doesn't text me anymore. No, I'm so sorry. Uh, um, because every time they would, I would ask them if he's going to uh, to uh, commit to Medicare for all. And they'd say, no, but we really need to beat Trump. Eat my fucking ass. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, well, you know, so I would get into arguments with all their, their phone bankers until one was like, I'm immediately removing you from 
the uh, the text messages. I was like, Fine, don't vote cool. for me. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I mean, you know, there's two options there. You could maybe report back to your uh, superiors that, uh, hey, every time I talk to people, they keep asking me if uh, Joe Biden will sign on for Medicare for all or like people are really adamant about this when I text them. No, nah, the, the solution is to just remove the voice uh, of that interaction. Of between, course. Between me, a, a constituent and the campaign that is trying to get my vote. He's going to win, guys. He's, He's going to win. He's totally going to win with that he, kind of practice. Because, yeah. because the when he Trump wins, campaign, it'll matter. The Trump campaign, from what I know, will will engage. They will engage <laughs> and they will talk it out with you. And, yeah, yeah. and Joe Biden's campaign is just like, oh, well, you're off the mailer now. Yeah. What, because I'm entitled, <laughs> I'm entitled to your vote because Trump is bad. Which he is. Yeah. Don't of course, wrong. Cheeto Man is bad. And, and He's I think a Cheeto Joe Biden man. might be a less bad president than, uh, than the orange Cheeto in the White House. But uh, it's not enough that uh, that I care at this point. Yeah, I mean, my, my only thing is that I, I do genuinely believe that uh, and it won't be by much, but it does matter a lot because they do meet in the center pretty consistently. But that might be an argument against as well. But I, I, I think that uh, Biden or Harris um, <laughs> would probably put in mildly less horrifying uh, uh, nominees for the Supreme Court because uh, Ginsburg is going to die in the next four, four years. It's going to happen. Yeah, you know, it will. And, and she's not the bastion that people say she is either. But like, oh no, 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 the the notorious RBG shit. She is should so be notorious. Fucking nauseating because it's like, oh yeah, she she will uh, she'll vote in favor of like some marginally uh, pro LGBTQ uh, like legislation or whatever or ruling, um, and then she'll like. The next one will be like, should corporations be able to boil people alive if they consent to it? And right. she'd be like, yeah, of course. But I mean, that, that's that's the crazy thing where it's also like Kavanaugh less so. But um, fuck, what's the other guy's name? The new guy. Um, uh, Vitch. Is it something Vitch? Oh, uh, ah, fuck me. Now I'm an idiot. I keep wanting to say uh, Cernovich, but I know that's not <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Um. It's uh, God damn it! He he looks like uh, the standard white guy, the most standard white hey, guy. We'll just uh, look up uh, Supreme Court justice. It's I got Roberts, Thomas, Ginsburg, Breyer, Alito, Sotomayor, <laughs> Kagan, Gorsuch, Gorsuch, Gorsuch the, ch- the ch- guy. Yeah. I mean, he he's done some bizarre uh, centrist ish not left but like left for the states kind of shit but uh but but the thing is that with all of these that they're the only differences that you see in the supreme court are by these incredibly minor degrees because they're all to some degree just working off of the same document and reading it in slightly different ways sure and so the slightest difference politically can mean uh a lot while also meaning not that much it's kind of circumstantial but with with a lot of this I don't know. I, I I do think that it will be important to replace Ginsburg with someone that sucks as much as she does, but yeah. hopefully not much more. Uh, and God, maybe Clarence Thomas will die. Probably not. But <laughs> that guy's going to live forever. He's just going to keep on like putting pubes in people's drinks and shit and using it for his witch curses. You know somebody, about that, right? Somebody does. <laughs> that's, that's what i hear he just talks about his big, yeah. how big his dick is and then poisons your drink oh okay well isn't that what the anita hill uh, thing was about 
Uh, something along those lines, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see, that's why I'm, I'm still on the fence about that a little bit. Because, yeah, because it matters uh, a lot and very little. Yeah, <laughs> well, well, the other thing is uh, living in a, a solid blue state, essentially. Um, I mean, when's the last time that California really went red? I mean, uh, Reagan. Reagan. Yeah. Which is two, three, four decades ago. Right. Four decades ago. Yeah. So, yeah, four I mean, decades ago now. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, we live in... Or at least I do. I'm not sure what your your official uh, uh, citizenship is based in. Since I'm a citizen of the world. Citizen of the world. See, I said modern day Diogenes. <laughs> I said that in the very beginning. I'm living in a barrel. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well be. <laughs> but uh, since I live in a, uh, a solid blue state, I feel like I I, I have the, the privilege of being able to vote uh, for Howie Hawkins, which, you know, let's not say that Howie Hawkins is the most person per, perfect candidate that's ever existed. But I think he's a lot better than the, the main choices that we've been given. Right. Um, and, you know, I, I do see some value in a third party that uh, maybe isn't. Uh, I mean, there's there's like the vampire party. And then there's the party of like reformed vampires who still need to live off of your blood, but they're uh, they're more decent about it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm I'm very much not in. I I don't put much weight into electoralism at this point. Um, so I mean, it's it's one of those things where even if I do think that Biden would be mildly better than Trump, I don't know that uh, we're really choosing that all that much and i no. also don't know how much it's going to change it will change some things though and for certain people in certain communities that is going to matter a lot um not so much here in this solidly blue state but also i don't necessarily plan on staying around in the state either then again like the things that democrats have done and things like in places like fucking illinois where i just was have been abominable sure uh, so I, I don't know it's a yeah that's awesome. Things so, are fine. Uh, back to the Biden victory. <laughs> Hell yeah, which we're still on this. <laughs> which, we're, which we're going to get to eventually. Uh, so this is a sponsored ad by the by the Biden Victory Fund. And uh, the uh, the big text in the image is we were outraised. <laughs> which Good is a job. which is a great sign uh, in a campaign. But but the uh, the number that they were outraised by is uh, I would say staggering. Like I know that mm campaigns can reach like hundreds of millions of dollars and and uh, which is insane uh that we hit these these numbers and and dollars spent on a campaign but uh, uh the the text of this says we just learned that trump and the rnc outraised us by 25 million dollars in july jesus christ yeah in that, july that's a in major july. concern in july yeah in, in, july, in july which is which is going to tie into to the next thing that i bring up mm. now we know that money doesn't always decide who wins but more mm. often than not it does <laughs> yeah we know uh we uh, so we voted was, for bernie yeah this was written by an intern uh, <laughs> in, in 2018 congressional candidates with more money than their opponents won more than 80 percent of the time we can't take that risk against trump and the republicans this november um so this is a this is a good picture of biden i think because it looks like he looks pained and confused pained and confused and it looks like he's got a little bit of a mullet going on there so yeah, he does he's yeah. really reaching out to the rural voters with that Which, haircut yeah, yeah i mean uh oh we should bring up the corvette thing i don't oh, think we talked about it on the hair. what 
Um, I, I uh, just just for for the clarification of everyone, I have been moving and I have also just been so exhausted. I've been remaining outside of the news for yeah. everything except for WAP because that's the only thing you can't not hear about. With which on on the flip side of that, I live in this shit and I can't stop eating it. So yeah, and honestly, it's been great for me to not live in that shit for a couple of weeks. Um, and I, I guess I'm probably gonna get pulled back into it very soon. Sorry, buddy. But uh, fuck yeah, let's do this. I just want to read my books. <laughs> so this is a post by a person called Harper's Fairy Vet uh, right. on on uh, Twitter. Oh, vet like a veteran. Yeah, not like a he. Not like he helps anim- animals on an Harper's animal Fairy. Um, <laughs> uh, his at is at marks underscore attacks underscore. Uh, nice. So. Real, real clear politics polling averages as of August 16, 2016 and August 16, 2020 in every state except for Florida Fuck. and Arizona. Biden is actually polling worse than Clinton was at the same time. Uh, it doesn't have to be this way. I mean, Florida matters a lot. Florida does matter a lot, but uh, oh my Flor- God, it's not even that much better. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 point five percent better. Fuck. Uh, in oh, Florida, shit. so so the margins in which Florida and Arizona, where is Arizona? And, and hold, hold on, it's it's not 05 percent better. It's 04 percent better because of margin of error. Oh, so yeah, it's- you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's Fuck a big yeah. win. Arizona is uh, <laughs> is is four percent better. Which Arizona is is not. To my knowledge, like one of the major, major battleground states, it's going to help them. But Florida is the major one. I mean, that was the whole Bush v. Gore thing was Florida, essentially. Yeah. And um, that's how we knew the, the night of yeah. 2016 when Florida went to Trump. It was just like, oh, OK. Yeah, yeah. everything's yeah, fucked. No, 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 we're fucked. Um, thanks. Thanks for that uh, that little cameo by the pigeons. Pigeons. Everybody could hear that. But, yeah. Um, Definitely distracting to us. They're my buddies. So I'm down with it. Biden is doing worse than Clinton was They're at the stage. Noises. Really? Um, and we all know how uh, how the 2016 election turned out. Uh, so that, it was good, right? It yeah, turned it out good. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's not much more to say about it than that, except for you know, uh, he's being outraised by 25 million dollars in one month. Uh, he's doing worse than Hillary Clinton, who lost the 2016 election. Uh, was doing oh, fuck, at this she point, did, didn't she? She did lose, yes. Uh, and you know, there's there's something to be said about the popular vote, but we don't live in a world where uh, any of our our representatives have done anything about getting rid of the electoral college. <laughs> so the, Why the, would the, they, right? the popular vote is a moot point that doesn't matter because nobody's gotten rid of the uh, electoral college yet. So we still have to live under these rules. That's just how it works. Man, death's going to be dope. <laughs> Death is going to be so cool. And it may come sooner than you think. Hope so. Uh, so the Corvette thing. Um, oh, God. Yeah, the Corvette thing. I, I can't believe I didn't share this with you because I feel like this is something I, sh- I should have shared with you. I mean, I've seen his pictures of him in a Corvette or something, oh, right? He did, like a, he did like a whole commercial. Um, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, check, I've seen pictures from this, but I haven't seen the commercial check out, itself. Check out this uh, this sick pun. God damn it. Joe Biden gets vetted. Oh, uh, is it is, is he talking he's about the vets? A, the, or Corvette. It's all yeah. uh, is it all the above or is it just the Corvette? I like I to drive. This. I used to think I was he likes a pretty to drive. good driver. I used to hold on, pause it. Yeah, pause I used it. That's to think so awesome. I was a pretty good driver. <laughs> 
was like, my kids won't let me drive anymore. <laughs> I used to think I was a pretty good driver. And then uh, running over that colored boy the other day. <laughs> you, you, okay, let's start from the beginning again. I, I have yeah. to hear that again. No, that's fine. <laughs> I like to drive. I used to think I was a pretty good driver. <laughs> So this is a this is a cool tie, this is a cool tie-in to the uh, the idea of fascism because you talked about you know how uh, fascism requires some aesthetic oh yeah uh, a draw to it and this is uh, this is literally that this is like hey I'm a cool guy that likes cool cars okay right um, and then he's gonna he's gonna do some driving some cool driving he's wearing sunglasses. <laughs> uh, the the front uh, license plate is just like a plaque that says liberty and independence which you know it's li- yeah it, it really is just like it's the it's the american Bauhaus museum yeah and then oh, uh, sure. so- somewhere there's someone like moaning about uh trump in his Antarctica uh <laughs> fucking like truck or some shit like just the weird uh anti yeah they're all look fascist uncivilized <laughs> yeah this this degenerate in his fucking uh um, likes, whatever big, big car trucks is. no we like refined cool muscle cars everything's dumb as fuck <laughs> is that a stump double or i didn't get a chance to flash shift in a second i was afraid i'd go through those guys Tomorrow morning, we're talking about cars and what car you'd like to see come back. Getting confused by the dash. Nothing but incredible memories. Every time I get in, I think of my dad and Bo. God, can my dad drive a car? Oof. The thing I like most is the setup right here. And you feel like you're in complete control. This is just boom. Now, you stand in the front here. Damn, this is iconic industry. How can American-made vehicles no longer be out there? I believe that we can own the Wonder if it had anything to do with neoliberals. Yeah. By moving to electric vehicles. And by the way, they tell me, and I'm looking forward if it's true to driving one. Oh, he's showing off his uh, tricep there. That an electric mm-hmm. Corvette and go 200 miles an hour. You think I'm kidding? I'm not kidding. <laughs> so I'm excited about it. I, dude, I fucking love that. Yeah, isn't that like, great? And 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 here's the thing: isn't like, that the I, most useless. Like, what what are the, what are the big things that we actually need in this country right now? Uh, we've got a pandemic, so you know, Medicare for all. Uh, we've got uh, homelessness spiking, uh, a massive wave of evictions on the looming horizon. Uh, so you know, we need like rent control and like maybe a moratorium on rent and uh, and uh, oh, imagine that mortgages. You fucking and, Maoist. <laughs> <laughs> and and what uh, what is Joe Biden doing? He's making fucking commercials with Corvettes in them. Like, right, right. And it's like I I understand they're, they're going to make a Corvette that can go two hundred miles an hour. Like okay, nobody can fucking afford that, you yeah, asshole. Exactly, exactly. Like no one can afford it. And it, it, as it says at the end here, it says American made is making a comeback. Yeah. And it's like, all right. I mean, even if that was true, and it's not, um, it it's based on this idea uh, that manufacturing is somehow not going to be done by like one guy in a sequence of a thousand robots. Okay. Well, and like, the other thing does come is back, like, let's, like let's say this. And then start- he can afford that shit and like that ancient car. 
let's let's say that uh let's say that they they actually just put us all to work in uh in the corvette and, lines <laughs> yeah they put us all to work on the manufacturing lines and it's like okay what, what are they going to pay us per hour probably as close to as minimum wage as, as they can oh yeah compared and, especially and so, compared to well, how it are, used to be we're going to be a, a nation of people working in a sweatshop like yeah. uh not too much different than china working making things that we can't afford ourselves like iphones and uh fucking sick ass corvettes that go 200 miles an hour right so like oh yeah i spent all day in the the corvette sweatshop i still can't afford one but right i made seven of them today and you know it's the 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 fact that there's no moratorium on rent is is why and exactly why in in combination with this violent false consciousness problem excuse me um i have no i have no false consciousness about who i am uh but uh modern day diogenes (laughs) modern day diogenes um that it's the reason that the covid crisis didn't allow us to have a giant fucking general strike uh that allowed us to cause some kind of genuine changes and instead all of us got no. Some of us got twelve hundred bucks. That's that's the the great exchange that we ended up getting from this nationwide this this worldwide crisis that could have allowed us to change things. Is we did get some substantial riots and protests. They're still going on, and I'm very happy and proud of us for doing that. But the fact that rent still exists in the way that it does made it so that. It was not feasible or it didn't seem feasible because it is in combination with a false consciousness issue that, that people didn't do a, the, 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 the general strike. We had the opportunity to take, which well, yeah, would have nobody, allowed nobody us to has take the, it by the throat. Yeah, nobody has the means to, to perform that general strike but because I, they're all I mean, terrified of what's going to happen. Exactly. To them. I mean, no one has the means for it. But that's that's the thing about these general strikes and everything is that if if people just fucking did it, then it would work. Yeah. It's, it, it's like the whole, like, money only matters because you say it matters. That doesn't stop it from mattering. Sure. It doesn't stop it from having a, a, a discreet meaning uh, and some concretization to it. But but every time we're given any kind of opportunity that, that gets closer and closer to us being allowed to make some kind of a genuine change, our thoughts that this genuine change is not uh, going to be easy and it's not going to be... Uh, uh, guaranteed, and it's also uh, maybe going to stop me from becoming a middle manager at Quiznos. <laughs> um, stops it from fucking happening. For and sure. we've lost so many. Fu- People talk about the bad things that have happened in 2020, um, but some of the worst shit that's happened in 2020 has been the squandering of opportunities in response to crises because we I just don't do shit yeah. about it. It's incredible. And I mean, I say all this shit. I was a fucking student that was living off of loans during this. So, like, I, I'm, I'm one no. to fucking talk about striking and shit. But I'm going to flex all your wealth there, Midas. Yeah, right. All, all the, <laughs> the thousands of dollars I'm going to pay extra uh, before isn't, I'm isn't dead. Isn't that a cool uh, system of, like, indentured servitude that so you awesome. have to sign into? Like, hey, we'll, uh, we'll teach you, but uh, you're going to spend the next... 10 to 15 years or maybe more. Oh, way more. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe 10 to 15. If I can find, if I can find like a a pretty fucking good job right now in the pandemic, (laughs) then maybe in somewhere between 10 and 20 years, I'll be able to pay it all off. Uh, but no, 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 that's not going to happen. That's a cool, uh, cool system of basically indentured servitude that, uh, that we have to sign on for, uh, 
getting an education. Or I mean, you, or you can join the military, Dorian. Right. You could join the military and you would get uh, four years of that college for free. There you go. And guess what? And maybe PTSD and yeah, like right. dead. And and but, the, the, the the four years of that college would have saved me. Uh, and the, I was the least amount of money yeah, out of all those. It would have saved me sixteen thousand dollars, which yeah. is still huge and know, important for sure. But but in comparison to the the parts of the degree that matter for finding jobs, which by the way, still not going to help. <laughs> but uh, it's still fucking nothing, uh, and is going to come with these incredible costs, like you said. Um, but yeah, I'm going to finish paying off my current student debt if I don't take on any debt during a PhD, which God, I fucking hope it will be funded. It won't be, by the way, because uh, COVID yeah. uh, has collapsed the academy, which is awesome and also horrible. Um, but I'll be almost 50 years old or maybe 50 by the time that I finish paying off my stupid ass debts. <laughs> it's going to rule. That, that, that does sound ideal. Which means I'll be able to buy a house when I'm 60. Just kidding. I know that's uh, impossible. Yeah, also, no. I've, I've already given up on buying a house. So we're going to build a, a little shack. No, you actually you are planning something like that, right? Yeah, that's a, that's my 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 uh, my end goal is essentially to abscond from uh, civilization and become Ted Kaczynski out in the woods. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not, not really, I, not really FBI. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, no, I, was, I, I do. I, uh, my, my ultimate goal is to buy a uh, piece of land out in the, uh, the boonies, so to speak, uh, somewhere remote. Um, I'm saving up currently to buy that piece of land in advance because I don't think land is going to last much longer. It depends. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, um, I mean, it's all, it's all going to be bought up one way or another, I think. Uh, I, but I'm, I'm planning on buying a, a small, well, small relative to uh, the rural area. So, you know, like five to ten acres yeah. and then putting some kind of uh, cabin out, out there. I lived on seven acres. It's bigger and smaller than you think. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, <clears throat> it's, it's plenty of room. It's more room than I need. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm living on less than an acre right now. Oh, yeah, so. yeah. Well, it's a, yeah, residential out here. Yeah. Um, but it, like like what I was saying last night, you'd essentially be living as some kind of approximation of like a... I don't know uh, how many people you plan on doing that with, if it's just on your own or something, but some, uh, some kind I of like, a, I do have a short list of friends that, right. are, that are invited to also uh, homestead with me. Um, but, uh, but that would be some kind of ambiguous left project, you know? Uh, yeah. And, and part of the idea, so, you know, anarcho-communist Mike, <laughs> uh, part of, part of the idea is uh, I've, I've got a background. Uh, I don't have formal education in engineering, but through my work, I've essentially become an engineer in a lot of respects. And so uh, on top of that, you know, having all the, the facilities knowledge that I've attained over the years and, and really having an understanding of how buildings work and, and not, not just buildings, but like, a building that is smartly developed and doesn't have problems that are going to uh, pop up later on in the uh, life cycle of a building, um, basically making some kind of self-sustaining uh, commune, I guess. There you go. Not, not a cult. Um, <laughs> I, I don't it's not believe, a Waco thing. I don't believe in things, <laughs> so <laughs> I, I can't have a cult. <laughs> but yeah, you know, when we were having this drone conversation and 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 pointing out that uh, now anarchists are on uh, uh, on this list, the, both both uh, Trump's list and 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 uh, Biden's imaginary uh, masturbatory list for uh, enemies of the state. Well, yeah, that, that um, was actually that, a statement that Biden made right, was right. that anarchists need to be taken down because and, they're and and during the Obama era. There was yep. 
uh, some searches raids and, and raids yeah. and stuff that found uh, quote unquote anarchist literature and people were but arrested for that. You, you know, you know how you find an anarchist in your neighborhood? <laughs> You just look for the community garden right? <laughs> <laughs> or you find the weirdo that's living on five to ten acres and leaving everyone alone as he drinks himself to death. I guess I'm an anarchist now. There you go. See, I, I, I finally converted. Before, yeah. I did it. Were, were you trying to convert me? Because I don't know. I don't even know if I am. Yeah, but. I, don't, I don't think you are either. <laughs> I'm, so. I'm confused. <laughs> I am a delusion. Hey, uh, likewise. No. <laughs> I'm a molecular um, whatever the fuck. <laughs> so I think we're reaching the end of... Well, no, we've got plenty of time left if we want to talk oh about God. a little bit more stuff. I I feel oh like this God. is taking a very long time, but it's also very hot in it's here. It's so I'm fucking hot in here. Um, so this is this is kind of torture in a way, but... It is. Um, this sucks. <laughs> speaking of speaking of torture, we should we should go into some of our some of our plans. Uh, oh yes. Okay. So, uh, so, so the 29th, I think we agreed on. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you you share one, and I'll share the other. Uh, which one am I sharing? Uh, whichever one you want to do. Okay. You, you share you share the long one. I'll share the the other one. Okay. Uh, so the the 29th. Uh, we've got a special event going on starting somewhere around noon. We'll say noon 30 on the uh, 29th. Uh, we are going to uh, do a 24-hour podcast. Fuck yes. Um, That's going to suck. <laughs> it, it is going to suck. Um, Maybe move this down in the garage. Is it cooler in the garage? No. No, oh, God. Worse, worse in the garage. Oh, of course there's, there's no fan down there. Uh, yes. Um, we have one fan. Oh, okay. Well, we'll, we'll, Sorry. we'll consider no, it. No, that was a joke about we have one listener. Oh, yeah, Sorry. We, we do have one fan. <laughs> uh, so we're, we're going to do a 24-hour podcast on the 29th, uh, starting noon 30. Uh, this is going to be Pacific Standard Time. Um, what we're going to do uh, in addition to this is uh, some of you may have seen on my Instagram posts, I, I have a camera now. Uh, and we would like to zoom with some of the listeners if they would like to call in. Uh, we might be in like a total fugue state whenever you call in, uh, depending on how sleep deprived and, and uh, you know, uh, generally exhausted from like heat and uh, water loss. <laughs> we're, we're not getting younger. So. Yeah, we're not we're not getting younger. And uh, it's been quite quite some time since I pulled an all nighter. Uh but I, I assume that uh, we'll, we'll probably have some stimulants, uh, yes. such and such as we, caffeine. We, we got we got the Landian stuff out here. Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll, we'll be doing a twenty four hour podcast on the the twenty ninth. Um, I'm going to make a post about it on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, we're gonna have a, a email or maybe just a DM set up so that you can. Uh, Tell us your name that you would like us to use while we're talking to you, and then also your Zoom contact information. And if um, if no one calls in to say "Baba Booey, Baba Booey, Baba Booey," uh, I will kill myself. Okay. Well, there's there's the uh, there's the stakes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I said, twenty uh, four hour podcast, uh, and I'll, I'll be making some posts about that so everybody knows what to do and how to uh, get involved if they'd like to. I hope no one does that calls and does the Howard Stern thing. That would suck. We might get sued. We might be, yeah, we might be stealing something there. 
so that's uh, that's one of our plans, um, Dorian. And the the second plan is our fireside chat. Yes. Um, which this one you guys won't be able to access us because we'll be out in the woods. The woods. We'll be out in the gosh darn wilderness, and, and um, we might not even be able to uh, light a fire because it's very hot and there's a uh, fire warning. But hell yeah, we'll have some kind of fire <laughs> a waterside ch- chat. Yeah, we'll have a. Uh, let's, Sitting around a stone circle that right. <laughs> sometimes with, contains fire chat. With some metaphorical value, we'll, we'll yeah. be sitting around the hearth. But the, the important thing about the fireside chat is that uh, I the reason that I want to take this trip is so that someone other than me, who is not me because I would not do this, For sure. uh, can take uh, some amount of uh, uh, LSD uh, and hang out with you guys. So someone other than me won't be doing that if that's how double negatives work. I don't know much about language, but but uh, so there won't be any LSD involved in this uh, specific episode during the uh, the the, the stoneside chat. Um, so that will be probably also nightmarish. You'll get to hear a lot about fugue states, especially because they're they're talking about putting lithium into the, some water supplies. Is oh, that what it is? Yeah, yeah. I and, heard and, something about that. And if you're on LSD and you consume enough lithium, you do enter a fugue state. Speaking oh, okay. of fugue states. Well, so. I, I don't think they're going to do that quite yet. So I, think God, I might hope be, so. You might be safe for a little while. I mean, I'm just going to drink the amoeba water. I'm just going to like, <laughs> that's, that's how I'm going to stay safe. That's how I'm going to stop from getting like bad trips. You know, for, for as much as I hate on brain worms, I think the brain worms people are pretty happy. I mean, it solve a couple of my problems. Yeah. Do you have to pay your student debt if you're like locked away in an asylum? Or, yeah. Yeah. And what are they going to do? They can take my robes. <laughs> you can take my little slippers, my hospital slippers. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to sell those on. On you're gonna have to make and sell those on uh, Etsy. No, right <laughs> on Etsy. <laughs> it's not even like through a Walmart or anything. It's like selling them individually for yeah, eighty bucks on Etsy. Crazy people, robes and slippers. Sucked on a little. Oh. Um, oh yeah. The, the saliva is actually what they pay extra for. I mean, that's how you glue them together. So one of my friends uh, asked me the other day uh, whether or not I was going to start doing some OnlyFans content. Oh, yeah. We and, get that uh, question a lot. Yeah, yeah we, we do for some reason. And it's not because either of us is attractive. No, or nobody, no. Nobody, nobody wants to see that genuinely. It's because uh, I think people hate us. Well, yeah, it's like a, it's a train wreck kind of snake girl yeah, thing. Yeah. Bearded lady. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I've been called that before. That's fair. Yeah, I get called Snake Girl a lot for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that's a weird one. Yeah. <laughs> is, is it the uh, the scales on the uh, the member? It is the scales the, on the all of my P members. Word. My, the male p word. <laughs> Wet ass male p word. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, those, those are our plans uh, coming up. Uh, we hope we hope to do a little bit more exciting content. Uh, I, it, I resent having plans, but you know, I figure it's best for yeah, it's, the it's, listener. It's how we keep you anchored to this world, and so that you don't do something. Actually, I, I I have determined what we should refer to our our fan uh, parenthetical s uh, okay. as. Yes. Okay. So we we keep on referring to our listener. Yeah. And that's close. Because I just want to like mythologize them sure. and make them kind of scary sounding. So we will only refer to them as the listener. Oh. So the listener commands us. An, an amalgamation of a yeah. collective. An, an assemblage, uh, as it were. Mm, yes. uh, a milieu. 
a writhing mass of many bodies yeah. stitched together by nothing but ideology. Yeah, right. Actually, in that case, maybe we shouldn't call them the listener. It's just mm. the Shoggoth. <laughs> um, also, I would like to and and let let me know because I, we were planning on doing this before, but uh, I, my own self doubt led me to uh, to kind of backtrack on this. But it came to my attention that Mike and I were going to do a podcast about my thesis um, a while back, and we never got around to it. And so if literally anyone wants to hear about this, if the listener wants to hear about this, uh, I'm happy to talk about it. It's a theory of ontology and talks about process and uh, financialization and economy and all sorts of nightmares uh, (laughs) taking Lovecraft into mind. So. It'll either be very boring or kind of interesting. Um, I've got an addition to the the idea of the listener. Um, Please. Anytime one of us says the listener, uh, the other one of us has to say the listener be praised. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. I like it. I'm not going to do that. Uh, no, I, we, ha- we should try I mean, doing I that. I mean, I might every now and then. I'm, I'm no. just not. I'm not that. You, you, uh, you might do what? When you refer to who? The listener. The listener be praised. Oh, you caught me. You yeah. caught me. Actually, hold on. Doesn't it produce like a recursive thing? Or a semi-recursive thing? Uh, no, because it's it's like the uh, the, uh, the the Allah thing. Like when somebody says Allah, his name be praised. Like, oh. I don't know. It's a little bit different well, because it's... I don't know. Because, because every time that I would say... If, if, if you say the listener and then I say the listener be praised, then I've just said the listener. So okay. you have to say the listener be what, praised. What if we and modify then I have to... that to be uh, somebody says the listener and then the reply is uh, their audience be praised. Or, their audience be yeah. praised. Oh, the know. audience be praised. Yeah. We'll talk about this. We'll, we'll yeah. figure it out. This, this was not a well-developed plan. And I, I mean, it was good at the start. And then I added something to it that didn't help. I don't like being alive. <laughs> <laughs> same, buddy, same. Hell yeah. Um, well, uh, well, we've got a little bit of time to kill. I think uh, we're we're really trying to milk this out, huh? No, I, I, I want to. I want to maintain <laughs> around two hours of wasted time every time somebody listens in on the podcast. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. 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 That, that's the only way that I validate myself. And oh, the uh, the Democratic convention's going on. Oh my God! Wait, yeah, where is it? Because it was going to be in Milwaukee, but it's not, right? Oh, it's just online. It's on Zoom. Of course, I'm an idiot. That was. I'm not going to say anything about it. There's, there's an echo on this video. Yeah, there is. God, what idiots. <laughs> this fucking guy, he still exists. There, there's an echo on this audio. This is like a... Pr- yeah, that's not us. Uh, yeah, this is a, this is a national <laughs> establishment trying to get elected. Mike, it's the DNC. <laughs> and they, they can't even run proper audio Let's see the, there's any the green there. party's doing better than these people are oh there he is america oh hell yeah we the people we the people we the people we the people you know what the funniest thing about this whole this whole democratic oh you found what the one funniest thing is because i have the a funniest few. thing yeah is that they have uh, they have John Kasich as a speaker, dude? That's awesome. That's so good, isn't it? That is actually very very like, funny. On top of everything else that's <laughs> wrong with this whole situation, they've decided that they're going to saddle up with John Kasich, who, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> has not done good things. Um, 
you know, I was reading some statistics earlier about like his uh, his involvement with Planned Parenthood, not involvement, uh, his destruction of Planned Parenthood in right. the state, and um, yeah, so like just basic Democratic Party, you know, like strong positions like the the right of access to abortion, right? Uh, John Kasich is completely against and has done significant. Uh, uh, actions against it i mean and they're they're having him as a uh, as a speaker he's got like a full speaking slot yeah but i, I mean he, here's the thing though to be entirely fair uh he they don't care about the policies right no, they don't this is it's important that they focus entirely on the narrative of it like i said which is why it's perfect that they chose someone that was a fill-in host for the o'reilly factor <laughs> <laughs> he was yes oh, and he God. was uh he was also an investment banker uh, and managing director for Lehman Brothers. Oh, my God. Um, and uh, I don't know. What the fuck else? Like, everything about this guy is just yeah, awful. Yeah, no, he's, he's a horrible person. It's Yeah. Even by Democratic standards, he's a horrible person. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I mean, he uh, he did write in the name of uh, apparently John McCain in the 28th. Uh, 2008 Republican presidential nominee. Wait, no, no. For 2016, he wrote in John McCain, which is so so dumb. When did well McCain died in like what 2018? Oh yeah, I mean after Trump was around because they got yeah. to like wriggle around a little bit. You remember when John McCain became the coolest guy in the world because he had brain cancer and then he gave a thumbs down once? Yeah. Was, what a dope guy. I mean, I was glad that he did that. Oh, yeah. No, fucking of course. But, but uh, like, bare yeah. minimum, fucker. <laughs> I think the coolest thing that John McCain ever ever did was give uh, oh, Megan McCain a uh, national platform to which she could <laughs> cry about her dad being uh, both a veteran and been dead. Man, she is. Uh, she's fucking awesome. She. I love her. She is exactly why nepotism uh, is cool and good. <laughs> yeah, it's cool and good. And uh, not a problem at all in our country where completely unqualified people are given large stages to spew their dumb shit. It's not like we've had that in our politics, any kind of nepotism. No, certainly not. I'm really looking forward to when like Hunter Biden has some kind of. uh, uh, And this is, you know, assuming the fantasy that uh, (laughs) the fantasy that Joe Biden wins. Uh, It's somebody's fantasy. (laughs) Somebody somebody's got. Wet ass p word over Joe Biden. Oh winning. yeah. Well, did you see his triceps in the video? Oh yeah, they're dude. good for an old cut, guy. Yeah, cut. He looks good. Yeah. yeah. But he's got some. <laughs> he's got an empty brain, but he's got you know, <laughs> nice triceps. It's gonna say something horrible. What? He looks like a dog face pony soldier. I was gonna say, I bet he's got some good cum gutters. <laughs> <laughs> he probably does. I mean, oh, it's, yeah. he probably has a little like weird flappy loose shit around there and stuff, but probably pretty nice cum gutters. Yeah. yeah. Good, good. I'm glad That's I what put, I want. I'm glad I put that out there. That's what I want. It's a president with good cum gutters. <laughs> Have you seen that Joe Biden coloring book? No. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. So uh, the title of it is Hot Cup of Joe. He just looks like a Nazi cop. Yeah. I mean, like. I mean, that's what he is, I guess, in some way. Look how fucking ripped he is in this drawing. He's ripped as fuck. Like, this is, uh, this is, this is, see, this is the sexiest moderate. (laughs) Yeah, the world's sexiest (laughs) moderate, Joe Biden. This is where, and, and I, I, 
don't want to say that this is uh this is like made ironically i think that this is like a genuine work no there's there's a whole there's a whole like school of uh of the enlightened moderate centrist assholes people genuinely think that uh moderate uh politicians are, are good for some reason and, and, and there's they like don't go too far in any one direction right but there, there's also like there's two different types of it and i think that they're 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 mixed in a lot of ways but there's like the oh well we have to be careful we have to like you know it's yeah. all about incrementalism and stuff and then there are the there's a weird masculinist version of it too uh which uh you know a buddy an old buddy of ours uh certainly fits in this space which means he's a conservative but um where there's a masculinist center politics where it's right. uh oh no 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 i just i'm too cool to obtain any kind of ideology yeah uh, and also yeah, take, I, taking positions on things and having uh that means you've political been stances. yeah it's uh what you need to do is have no opinion on anything ever except yeah. for that nothing should change exactly don't think too hard and then justify everything <laughs> um so this is a uh, what what's Always amazing to me is all the uh, like uh, Ben Garrison. Uh, oh, my favorite fam- famous uh, political cartoonist. Who uh, it's it's really difficult. Like if if you're introduced to Ben Garrison's work and you don't know that he's completely genuine, <gasps> you think it's like ironic shit posting on on like a, a high level art. Yeah, I will. Um, uh, just a really quick call. Uh, oh, uh, call out. Not call out. Call outs are bad. Yeah. What's what's the good version of that? Uh, shout out. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out versus call out. Yeah. Anyway, really quick shout out. That could be a call out depending on how he responds to this. But uh, our buddy Beyond Woke and Problematic on Instagram does incredible uh, memes where he takes a, a, an old Ben Garrison cartoon about Hegelianism and he uh, <laughs> he keeps on jamming it into like new contacts and it's it's very very funny. Yeah, no, it is very good. I mean, I, I should I, I shouldn't be upping him uh, because he has like twice as many followers as me and he should really yeah. be helping helping his brother out. You know what I'm saying? Well, Instead of just being such a piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck that guy. That guy sucks. You know. <laughs> God, I hope he's yeah. fucking people that are dies. doing better than us uh, suck. Yeah, I mean he's a, he's a nice person and everything. I, I actually really enjoy him, and he's yeah, a good well, person to talk to and stuff. But he, I hope he fucking trips and chokes on his own <laughs> dick. <laughs> he's not as indie as we are. Yeah, exactly. He's not yeah. cool like me. Anyway, go on. What were you saying about Joe Biden? <laughs> <laughs> so all these like uh, hardcore Trump adherent uh, like artists, uh, he- heavy quotation marks around artists. Hell yeah. Um, they always they always drop <laughs> Trump with like a like a really ripped chest and like masculine muscular features, <laughs> and you know the the reality is that he's a sloppy piece of shit. Right. Um. They're they're not this artists. Is, this they're is the same thing. Like Joe Biden. Yeah, he's he's got good triceps for an old guy. But when has Joe Biden never looked like this? You think? No. Never. <laughs> he's never. Been no, I don't know. Man. He, he's got like this super super like almost like gymnast level athleticism to him in this in this drawing. Yeah, it's it's a lot. That that shirt's sticking to him like crazy. And actually, oh, yeah, no, that, that shirt you know, was painted on. You know what my favorite thing about it is? It's not even the shirt. It's the fact that you can tell that like his pants are starting to ride down pretty low. <laughs> you can't see any skin or anything, but you can yeah. definitely tell that if you those, just those are ready to come off. Yeah, man. If you just moved his shirt just a little bit, then well, cum gutters would be exposed. Yeah. And you're you're getting a little bit of I don't know what this uh He probably keeps it is- trimmed. Not yeah, shaven. Not but shaven. Like, yeah. You're going to get a little little gray oh, poking yeah. up through there, I think. Oof. 
a little gray. Oh man, that's that's a good look. That's, <laughs> yeah, that is a good look. That's what I aspire for. That's a that's classic. Yeah, it is classically that's Abbey. Definitely classic, well, especially on the cum gutters on the abs. Yeah. It's cla- classically Abbey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, actually, both you and I have a little bit more gray coming in our beards now. Yeah, um, I, I am. Uh, which. I feel like 32 is a little bit early for uh, for white hairs. Not in 2020. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not for us. I mean, uh, in addition to 2020, it's not like the rest of my life has been... Uh, been. You've lived a charmed life, Mike. It's, it's been so great. I'm yeah. so happy with it. We've all had dope <laughs> lives. What are you talking about? The dopest lives. The dopest lives. It's been yeah. easy and things are That'll chill. That'll be our... Uh, when uh, when we're both dead or dying, that'll be like our, our biography. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dope ass life. <laughs> the, the, the story behind the failed podcast experiment, the Benzo Rehab Dungeon. <laughs> you know, you know what has been fun, and I think it might actually be good for the podcast, uh, at least for the time that I'm out here, which is probably going to be the rest of my life. Right. Uh, is that as soon as I came back out to Southern California, I just I got really angry. Oh, yeah. And it hasn't gone away for three days. Okay. <laughs> I've just been, I'm just constantly angry now. And I think I'm, I think I am. And maybe people will, will tell me I'm full of shit because I'm never funny, but I do feel like I'm slightly more funny when I'm angry. No, no, no. I think that's yeah. true for, for everybody. Thank it's, you. Uh, it's Wait. Like, oh, for everybody. Well, not everybody, but like. No, it's fine. Probably Joe, too. Okay. It's, it's, rage is more funny than like. <laughs> the mopey sadness. Yeah, the mopey sadness. You like, saying I was being mopey before? That's not what I said. That sounds like that's what you're saying. It's implicit in what I said. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. No, no, no. I think it, well because rage is like a like a not not positive in in like um. Oh, but it's positive in like an electrical sense. Constructive sense, sense. yeah. It's, it's positive in an energetic sense. It's uh, it's um it's uh, it like a desiring up. machine. Oh yes, uh, it's mm. a Deleuze thing again. <sighs> Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I think we are at the uh, the end of our uh, podcast rope. time here. Yeah, yeah the, end of our rope. <laughs> the end of our rope, end of our podcast time. Uh, so just a reminder, uh, the 29th, and I will make a post about this on all social media accounts except for Twitter because fuck Twitter. That's a good point. Um, he has a good point. Just can't fucking stand. Like I get yeah. I get so much of this, the content for this from Twitter, <laughs> but Twitter just sucks, man. I post my tweets on. Uh, on my Instagram. So in I, the end, you don't even have to touch Twitter to see my tweets. Yeah. Um, did you say the 19th? Uh, 29th. 29th. I got scared there for a second. No, okay. no, no, yeah, no. yeah, 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 yeah. No, cool. The, the 29th, uh, we will be doing our 24-hour <clears throat> podcast. Uh, we will have details for how you should contact us if you want to join us for for a brief little bit. Um, uh, we, we will have... Uh, do you have a camera on your laptop over there? Uh, yeah, I mean, I have a built-in one. I'm sure we can yeah, work it so, out. Yeah, so, I mean, like, we, we can uh, we can have some some Zoom camera functionality going on. Uh, that'll that'll be a little bit fun, you know, you can... So, quick quick logistical question. watch me stuff like chicken nuggets in my mouth or something. <laughs> Hell yeah. Watch us disappear intermittently to, like, masturbate in the bathroom or pick up our <laughs> Uber Eats. Uh, but uh, is the is the podcast on the 29th, is that going to count as our uh, podcast for the week after next then? Uh, yes. Okay. So we'll still we'll still have one more podcast between then and now. So then we'll, we'll really put everything in, in concrete. That's yeah. concrete, for baby. Sure. Yeah. So by then, the, the details will be more shorn up and uh, we'll, we'll have everything uh, more presentable. Oh, yeah. Um, That's what I like. 
I fucking like. And then uh, the week after that, uh, Labor Day weekend, we'll be doing our uh, our camping trip. Oh uh, yeah, and our little fireside chat. I I think uh, maybe for that one, we'll we'll delve into a little bit more uh, personal topics. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll have to because someone won't be on a bunch of psychedelics. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, prepare to hear about my parents. <laughs> All of our parents, really, really. And, uh, you know, a little bit of uh, Benzo Rehab Dungeon lore. Uh, lore. The, the, way, the yeah. way Dorian and I met was actually on, on a camping trip. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, that's def- definitely going to come out. Yeah, yeah so uh, we, we were on a, uh, a landmark. Oh, don't, don't, don't ruin it. Well, I'm just going to give them a little <laughs> basics. Come on. Uh, we were on a Landmarks of Art class, which is kind of a, an outdoors art class where you go into, you know, various wilderness areas and kind of take your inspiration for your art on that uh we both made some weird things out of it but it was a good time and uh, we we kind of immediately hit it off and that's when we became not only just friends but uh benzo rehab buddies oh oh lovers lovers i mean same thing yeah the benzo rehab dungeon is a more uh uh recent development in our relationship (laughs) (laughs) all right well uh thank you everybody who listened to this um it was something. <laughs> please, for the love of God. Oh yes, please, uh, please take your medicine. We love you very much, and we will, uh, we will see you all next time. Bye. <laughs>